0: And welcome to episode 99 of the Writing and Marketing Show of uh, with author, entrepreneur, Wendy H. Jones. As always, it's a pleasure to welcome you, and it's an even bigger pleasure to welcome you for episode 99. I'm so excited. I didn't think uh, 99 weeks ago I would still be going strong. Um, I thought I might do a year and see how it went, But one year went, and before we know where we are, we'll be at 104 episodes, and I will have done a whole two years of the show. So I am very excited. I'm excited and I'm pleased that I'm able to bring you this every week. I'm pleased that I've been able to sustain it, and I'm also pleased that um, people are enjoying it. I was... uh, Mentioned on Twitter the other day when someone said that I was their number one podcast, and I don't know, I can't tell you um, how much that meant to me. I was so excited to know that I was somebody's uh, number one podcast, and I'm glad that people find it helpful. Um, I'm going to be talking about marketing again this week and next week. Um, I'm interviewing someone for next week about marketing. We're going to be looking next week at, um, well, I'll tell you later what we're going to be looking at this week. This This week, I thought I would just give you some marketing advice and some uh, hints and tips that you can use um, to get you going with marketing, really. And it's all a bit like my marketing book, um, but it's just an overview of marketing and some things that you can use to get yourself started or to take things a bit further if you find that it's a bit stalled. Before I do that, I would like to say it's an absolute pleasure uh, to bring you the show every week. I do so willingly, and um, but it does take time out of my uh, writing. If you would like to support this time, you can do so by supporting me on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash Wendy H. Jones. And you can do so for just $3 a month. Uh, That's the price of a tier coffee each month. And it will let me know that you're enjoying the show and you want it to continue. Um, And if you don't want to do it on a sustained uh, month-by-month basis, you can just do it. If you enjoyed this uh, week's episode, you can do it by um, going to my website and clicking on the button for buy. MeaCoffee.com, and that way you can just buy me a cup of coffee and it will help to sustain the show which I thoroughly enjoy doing. So, I thought I'd give you an overview of marketing. Um, It's coming up to the new year, and because of that, we all start looking at, uh, you know, we do New Year's resolutions. Well, I don't really do New New Year's resolutions because I have to say, all resolutions, as far as I'm concerned, all fail by about the first week in January, and you've managed to ruin your resolution for the year before, you know, you've managed to get into even going but um, I do believe in setting goals. And I think that's the first thing I would like to say in terms of uh, what you should be doing. Look at your goals for the year, but not just the year, for the next year, um, for the next uh, 10 years, Um, but for the first, for a month. Do it for a month. Everybody can set a goal for a month. Then do it for three months. Your yearly goals your five-year goals, and your 10-year goals. Now, goals are better than resolutions because if you have a goal, you can actually work towards it. And if you set small goals, achievable goals, you're more likely to do it. If you just start with a 10-year goal, then you're going to fail at the first hurdle. So start by setting your goal for the month. What is your goal? Do you want to earn more money? Do you want to sell more books? Do you want to promote your books? Do you want to um, set uh, marketing goals? It's not all just about selling books. It's about goals for your writing Um, because the goals for your writing can help you market your books as well because you can talk about these in blogs. You can talk about them in newsletters. Um, Is your goal to set up a newsletter? Have you not set up a newsletter yet and you feel that you want to? Well, that could be your one month goal to get your newsletter up and running, to have your onboarding sequences uh, done and your onboarding sequences are the... um, are simply the things that you set up, um, the the emails that you set up that go out automatically when somebody subscribes to your newsletter. Um, so think about your goals for the month, three months, one year, five years, and ten years. That will give you something to work towards. So that's my first tip: um, set goals for the next year at least, so you know where you're going, and then set mini goals to be able to reach them. Um, Now, the other thing I want to say is that very often people get very worked up about marketing. They get very worked up about, um, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't like doing it. I get embarrassed. Um, I don't like pushing myself. But, you know... The trouble is, we all think, it's human nature, we all think about what could go wrong and we never ever get excited about what could go right. So my next tip is to change your thinking about marketing on its head. Think about what could go right if you change your thinking about marketing if you do some marketing. Do you know what? If you do one marketing thing for the next 52 weeks, that's 52 things you'll have done more than you've done this year if you don't, if you haven't done any marketing. So turn things on their head, guys. Think about what exciting things that could happen if you reached your goals. What would that mean to you? What is it you want if you reach your goals? Say you want to earn £10,000 next year from that's extra, not just £10,000. £10,000 extra from your writing. What could you do with that £10,000? It might be that you just want to be able to earn, you know, £1,000 a month. It's your goal. If you're not earning anything at the moment and in the next year, what you want to do is start earning £100, 200 Three hundred pounds, then that is achievable. Do something that you think is achievable, um, and it's your goal. But you need to think about it. But remember, if you say all I want to earn is uh, ten pounds a month, then guys, you're not going to do a whole heck of a lot in order to reach that. If you say I want to earn a thousand pounds a month, then you're going to do a lot more to help you achieve that. You're going to put a lot more steps in place to help you achieve that. So get excited excited about what you can actually do to achieve that goal that you've set. Um, The next thing I want to do uh, to talk about is have you looked at your branding? Now, this year, um, I decided to rebrand my writing books. Um, I looked at my novels as well, and I'm very pleased with the branding for my novels. My cover designer has got them spot on. I think the titles are well branded because they all start with killers. And then the next word all begins with a C. So there's killers countdown, killers craft, killers cross, killers cut, killers crew, killers. Crypt and Killer's Curse. So that's all part of my branding. The covers are branded beautifully. They all have bits about Dundee at the bottom. They have a, an image from the, the book at the top and the cover designer, who is Kathy Helms of Avalon Graphics, has done an absolute cracking job with those. So although I did decide to have a look at my branding, did I think that brand, rebranding them would help, I decided that I was actually very happy with the covers and they look cracking together and people are drawn by the covers. So it may be time to think about looking at the branding of your covers for the new year. Is it something that they might need a refresh? Now I did a refresh with the branding of my covers for my uh, non-fiction books. Um, I had a book called Book, power Pack Book Marketing, I decided to redo that book. I decided to um, then rebrand the whole series as the Writing Matters series. Before, it was called The Right Paths. This time, I've called it the Writing Matters series. <laughs> And the, the books are called um, Marketing Matters, Motivation Matters, and Creativity Matters. And I love those titles. I really, really like those titles. I really, really like the covers. They're fresh. They're bold. They're they're bright and they really do um, set the scene for the fact that all of this is exciting. They're exciting covers. They're they're vibrant covers, and it's about the fact that writing and marketing should be bra- uh, vibrant, should be dynamic. So you might want to look at your um, covers for your nonfiction as well if you're doing nonfiction. But you may decide that um, you actually like it. But do you know what, guys? if you like it that's great it's still um worth doing a bit of a stock take doing a bit of a an audit really of what they look like and um, what you think of them and this is a good time to be doing it because of the time of the year um which is why i've been doing all this as well and um, so branding can, uh, is not just your covers, it's branding of your name, your author, um, your author business. Now my brand is my name as well. Wendy H Jones. If I've got people saying to me, if I Google you, you come first in the searches, Wendy H Jones. Um, and I do the H is very important. I have to remember that because there is another author, uh, called Wendy Jones and, um, I so the H is in the middle of my name but I'm Wendy H. Jones on everything I uh, set up accounts on all the social media sites with Wendy H. Jones so I'm Wendy H. Jones across the board branding is also about having um, the same cover across all your branding now to start with before I started out I had a picture of Glam's castle which I took it's a castle near me and it just gave the impression I was a Scottish author but obviously now I've got my author picture I've got um, and a cover for the website and it should be used on all my social media as well so that people recognise it so on my author page my Twitter and I'm I am rebranding that. I'm rebranding my website. I'm redoing some of it. Although I really like my website, I decided it was time for a refresh and I'm doing that as part of the new year. And um, a a lovely gentleman called Jason Smith is helping me with that. Um, He is very, very good. And I'm hoping to interview Jason um, for the... uh, for the show uh, because he's very good and he is currently looking at my um, banner for my branding and I saw something today and I'm blown away by what he's come up with so he's very good at what he does and so I'm looking at my branding across all the sites and what they look like and my cover page for all of them are hopefully going to be the same Um, and I can get it all done um, so there's branding across a lot of different things. Your website, your social media, your book covers, your non-fiction, your fiction. Um, it all goes together. Um, if you want to see uh, what branding looks like, um, I if you go and look at uh, author Catherine Cherkovska has an absolutely fantastic uh, branding on her books. Uh, she's very, very good. Her books are called The Jewel, um, The Physic Garden. There's historical Scottish fiction, and I'm blown away by what she has actually done in terms of um, uh, her branding for her covers, or her publisher has done, should I say. They're very good. They attracted me. The covers are so good that um, The Jewel actually attracted me in a, in Waterstones, and I bought it, even though that wasn't the type of book that I actually usually read, and I really enjoyed it. Um, it might be that you want to look at... Uh, rebranding your mailing list as well, or starting a mailing list, or freshening up your mailing list. Now, I'm looking at my mailing list. I've been a bit hit and miss this year when I've been sending emails out, which isn't very fair, really, to my um, to my uh, readers and to the people who are signed up to my mailing list. So, I've, I'm going to um, look at doing it more... Um, more frequently. And that might be something that you want to do. You might in the new year want to be looking at um, doing this more frequently or doing it more, uh, even if it's not more frequently, more consistently, should I say. So are you looking at doing it once a week? Are you looking at doing it once every two weeks, once a month? Think about how often you want to send your email out your newsletter and stick to that so that people know when they're coming. Um, And that is something that I'm going to do. So my goal for the year is to be able to um, do a a newsletter once a week and a newsletter that will actually um, bring value to my readers. Now, it's not just going to be a buy my book newsletter because this is important. When you're looking at newsletters, it's important not just to send things out saying buy this, buy this, buy this. If you do that, then you're going to lose newsletter subscribers. It's also about giving them value. It's about telling them about what you're doing. It's about telling them about um, the processes, about new covers that have come New ideas you've got, what you're working on, um, uh, the area where you you know if you the area where your books are set. If you're writing fiction, if you're writing non-fiction books, like for my non-fiction newsletter, it's providing um, newsletters that will help uh, people with their business, help uh, writers with their business. In my case, so it's it's really important to think about what you can put in your newsletter. So your goal might be to think of say, 12 or 52 or 26, depending on how often you're sending them out, topics for the newsletter for a year. If you get the topics out, then you've got them there, they're ready. You don't have to write them, but it also means that you can change it if something comes up and it's really time-sensitive and you just want to change it. But it also means that you're not scrabbling around, absolutely trying to find... um. Things for, uh, things to do for the, um, You know, for the newsletters, because you've got some ideas there. Um, It might be that you've got a newsletter, but you don't have a lead magnet. Now, a lead magnet is something that you give away free to entice people to sign up for your newsletter. Now, you might know this, but it might be time to give your lead magnet a refresh. It might be if you're already doing it. So, it might be time to do one. Um, That's usually a free... Novella or a free book or a free short story or a f- uh, flash fiction uh, if, if you're doing flash fiction, um, or some free articles anything that will help that is linked to your uh, website, and they get it free when they sign up, and um. I am going to refresh mine. I'm going to go through them. I'm going to add some bits to them. I'm making the non-fiction one for writers um, longer. It's going to have more content in it. Um, I'm going to add some other things to my um, fiction one because at the moment it only deals with uh, D.I. Shona McKenzie. That's D.I. Shona McKenzie's Guide to Killing Your Boss. Um, But um, I'm also going to add some stuff in about Cass Claymore because I have two... um, Two uh, novels, two different uh, series, should I say, now. So I need to update them and refresh them. So that's one of my goals as well. Now I'm not saying I'm going to do all this by the first month in January, so it will be done over a period, but I've got some goals to work towards. So it might be that you want to look at um, everything differently and give everything a nice refresh for the new year. And The other thing that you might want to do is start looking at your social media. Now, the reason I'm saying about this is that social media comes, social media goes. Um, I used to say that in my social media, that uh, when I talked about it, that the four most important ones were Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, and Twitter. When I first started out, Facebook and Twitter were the the most um, user the ones with the highest users. But now things are changing. Um, Instagram is fast moving up. Videos are taking over. So the top one is Facebook. By far the most, the top one for users is Facebook. And the next one is YouTube. Video is king. People are using more and more and more video. And it's important to be looking at your video Um your video advertising um, and what you're doing—not just video advertising, but videos for your your um, readers that bring value. You might be doing readings. Um, you might be doing Facebook Lives. Twitter have started doing Twitter Lives. Um, you know, so although text is important, um, video is becoming more and more important. TikTok is screaming up the charts in terms of users and you can use that very effectively um, for authors as well. If you look up the authors and um, what they are actually doing, then um, you will see authors on TikTok and how they're using it and how you can use it more effectively. So I would advise you to start looking at having a YouTube channel, looking at your TikTok, as well. Um, Twitter is dropping. I'm not saying Twitter isn't useful. It's extremely useful. But what I'm saying is that video is becoming more and more important. So, you need to start looking at video uh, if you want to keep up. Um, I want to say about pictures as well. Pictures are worth a thousand words. I post pictures everywhere. And I mean everywhere. Um, And that's, I do it because you can say things in a million different ways. For example, when I was in America, I posted pictures of Bertie the buffalo, the soft toy from my picture book series Everywhere in America, you know, on the ferry uh, to Staten Island with the Statue of Liberty in the back, on the steps of the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York, you know, I was doing it everywhere. Bertie the Buffalo's been everywhere. He's been on the balcony of a cruise ship, you know, just pictures and people know that you've got books in that case, you know, post pictures of books with readers, Um, post images of you doing book signings, signing books, um, post images of, um, you know, where you're out and about, um, or ask readers to post pictures of themselves with your book and what they're doing. Um, And, you know, you can see pictures of your book all over the world. If you're posting books abroad, which I do, i recently posted books to Australia, New Zealand, Canada, and America, Um, if you're posting books abroad, then you can ask people to show you pictures of them with the books in famous places abroad, you know, so that people will see that your books are out and about. And it's just in a very natural way. You're not saying buy my book. What you're saying is this is um, where you can get them. These people are reading them. People are enjoying them and things like that. Um, so i've already talked about websites if you haven't got a website i would highly advise you to think about getting one because you can control it um, and if you haven't then uh, if you have then you may want to think about your reader magnet now i'm not saying that your reader magnets poor what i'm saying is your reader magnet may need a refresh and it's worth looking at you may decide that everything's hunky-dory, like I did with the covers of my novels. Uh, and But at least you've looked at it and you've made a conscious decision that you're happy with it, looking at the fact that things have moved on since you first um, set your website up. Um, and you may want to give it a little refresh, a little buff up, as they say, you know, and you might want to um, hire someone who will help you. Um, the other places, and I'm just going to mention them very quickly, for graphic de- design are Canva um, and Book Brush. They are both brilliant for doing pictures that will show you that you can use on social media, you can throw out on Twitter. They also do videos. Um, as I say, videos are becoming key. People love visit videos, so it's well worth um looking at uh, using making uh, book trailers with videos on these sites. Um, They're phenomenal, um, both of them. I particularly like book brush for videos because they're so simple to do and you can get some really, really effective videos. And I've done some brilliant social social, uh, media graphics recently using those sites and I've put them on. And I've actually put them on mugs as well. Um, Pretty amazing. And I'm selling the mugs. And that's another way that you can advertise your books. Um, I bought the mugs and I'm selling them uh, alongside the books. And people like that. They like having a mug and a book. So there's a, a an idea for you. And it also promotes your books because you've got mugs with the pictures on. Um, book signings. If you can get out and about doing book signings, it's well worth doing. Um, i You can do book signings in places like Costa Coffee, in bookshops, in cafes, in restaurants. I've done them in vineyards. I've done them at um, Christmas markets. I've done them in schools. I've done them anywhere, banks. Just think about it. Where can you do it? It doesn't have to be a bookshop. And um, So you can also do some um, social media advertising. Um, Facebook and Instagram are particularly good for that. I used to say about doing Twitter. uh, I don't think Twitter ads are working quite so well, but Facebook and Instagram ads are working extremely well. Um, As I said, the paid promotion sites, there's a whole, um, there's a whole episode on that last week. So I would uh, advise you to go and have a look at that. You can find out about that, all the paid promotion sites that I've been using. Amazon advertising is also um something that I would advise you to look at. Now, there's a chap called Brian Cohen. That's B-R-Y-A-N-C-O-H-E-N. Brian does um the five-day Amazon ad challenge. And if you look up that group on Facebook and join it, He does them uh, several times a year and you will get a really, really good idea of how to do Amazon advertising if you do his um, courses, uh, his five-day challenge. It's really helpful. Um, The other thing you can do is work together with other people to promote your books and get the word out about the books. Um, That's a a great way of doing it, Um, well worth looking into. Um so I think I've given you several ideas there of what you can do in terms of book marketing. It's been a bit of a whistle stop tour, but I was wanted to get it out before the new year so you could start looking at your goals for the year ahead, because this is a time when we're all looking at new new things. So I hope you found this useful. Next week, I'm going to be talking to um, my publisher, uh, Malcolm Down, of Malcolm Down and Sarah Grace Publishing. We're going to be talking about marketing books and what can be done by by the publisher and what the author can do and how you can work together in partnership. So I think that's an important one because... And people very often say to me, "Oh, I want a traditional publisher because um I don't want to do any promotion. Uh, it doesn't quite like work like that guys, but you can work together. So I'm going to be talking to Malcolm down next week, so tune in next week, and I hope you have enjoyed the show and I'll see you next week. That brings us to the end of another show. It was really good to have you on the show with me today. I'm Wendy H. Jones, and you can find me at wendyhjones.com. You can also find me on Patreon, where you can support me for th- uh, as little as $3 a month, which is less than the price of a tea or coffee. You go to patreon.com forward slash H. Jones. I'm also Wendy H. Jones on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Thank you for joining me today and I hope you found it both useful and interesting. Join me next week when I will have another cracking guest for you. Until then, have a good week and keep writing, keep reading and keep learning.